Hello friends, welcome back to AlleyCast. It's Allie, of course. Who else would it be? So last night, as I was eating refried beans out of the can, like an utter sociopath, I had a thought and I really wanted to share it on my Instagram stories, but then I was like, eh, people might think I'm not okay mentally. You know, this is like the type of thought that you don't share out loud. You know, there's different levels of thoughts. There's thoughts you share and there's thoughts you don't share. And many of my thoughts are thoughts that I don't share, but this one, for some reason, I just felt called to share it because I was like, this might resonate with someone. So I did. I shared it on my stories. I was really nervous. I was scared you guys were going to think I was fucking crazy. And what happened? My DMs absolutely imploded. Aside from one other time when I asked what your favorite natural deodorant was, I probably have never received so many responses to a story in the history of my account. So it just went to show that, in fact, I wasn't crazy and I wasn't alone and it really just solidified the fact that I have never had one single unique human experience in my entire life. So what was the thought you ask? Great question. Let me tell you. You have your social circle. You have friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, people that you interact with in your life and connect with on either a surface level or a deep level. But do you ever feel like no one really knows you. Like deep down, even the people that are closest to you, they don't really know you. And do you ever feel like you're alone? Like really, really alone? I feel that way often, pretty much all the time. And what's scary about it too is I don't even know if I know myself. Like as the days go on, I know myself less and less. (laughs) It's like the older I get, the less I know about myself. It's weird. And so as I started to share this on my stories last night, my thoughts started to organize themselves. And what I realized was I think I'm this social chameleon. I think that I put on these masks, right? I have the CEO businesswoman mask where I'm a little more professional than I normally am. Or if I'm hanging out with my girls, you know, if I go for a girl's trip down to Miami, I'm a little more fun than I normally am. Or if I'm hanging out with the boys, I can be the cool girl. I'm more chill than I normally am. And I'm a shapeshifter, you know, I really... I'm fluid and I can mold to my surroundings pretty easily. And that has always been my superpower in my life because I mirror whoever I'm with. So I typically make friends pretty easily. But then the downside to that is I often ask myself, are these people friends with me? Or are they friends with this version of myself that I am portraying to them? Are they just friends with this masked version of myself? This slightly more fun Allie. Would they like the real Allie? And thoughts like that, my friends, those will eat at you. Those will fuck with you. (laughs) Those will be the type of thoughts that you're home alone on a Friday night and you're going to want to try and escape them. Something else I realized in this train of thought as I was eating refried beans out of a can was I seem like an extrovert. If someone were to meet me at a party, they'd be like, oh, This chick is outgoing. She's social. She's an extrovert. No, no, no. (laughs) You are mistaken, my friend, because 30 minutes of me being at any social gathering, I have to be wheeled out on a stretcher. And I just am planning my exit because I cannot wait to be back at home alone with no one else around me because social settings for me are so draining. And why is that? I have a hypothesis. Let me know if this is, this resonates with you. My hypothesis is people who wear masks like myself, even if they're outgoing, 
it's draining for them. So you go to a party and you're not truly yourself. You're not allowing yourself to just exist, to just be. You feel like you have to be a little more fun. You feel like you have to be a little funnier in order to fit in, in order to be loved, in order for people to like you. And that is exhausting. Playing a character who is not really you is tiring. And so when you're doing that in a social setting or at work or with friends, you kind of get drained from that. And on the flip side, Eric, my partner, is the complete opposite. If you were to see him and me next to each other, you would say, oh, Ali's the extrovert, Eric's the introvert. Because he's a pretty mellow guy. He's just reserved for the most part, especially when you first meet him. But the mans can go hang out with his friends for days on end and never get drained. Because he's the exact same way as he is with his friends, as he is with me, as he is at work. He's constant. And he's consistent. And he just shows up as him. He doesn't have to change who he is to impress. He doesn't have a fear of not being loved or liked. He doesn't care. He kind of has this big dick energy of like, take me or leave me. This is me. If you don't like it, that's okay. You know? And that's always been so attractive and inspiring and interesting to me. Because that is not how I was raised and that's not how I exist in the world. I'd love to be that way. I'm working on it. Working on not giving a fuck about what people think of me. But it is a practice. So I guess my reason for bringing this up on the podcast, aside from just you feeling seen, because many of you responded to my stories last night saying, God, I feel so seen and I appreciate this, which makes me feel good because not going to lie, it was scary to put out that message last night, but I knew I just had this gut feeling that someone was going to resonate with it. And that someone was like a hundred people. So (laughs) glad I did it. But aside from just you feeling seen, I want to leave you with some tangible takeaways. And this is what I'm currently working on. I'm not an expert. I'm literally just scratching the surface. So we can work on it together. But the first thing is, if you are someone who feels like you're a social chameleon, you wear a mask, you don't feel comfortable showing up in the world authentically as yourself. And it's a defense mechanism. You're not bad or wrong for doing it. It's how you learn to survive. Maybe you had a traumatic childhood. Maybe you had a disability. Maybe you were made fun of as a kid. And this was how you fit in. This is how you survived. Realize that you being a social chameleon, you wearing these masks, you being so dynamic and adaptable is your superpower. Don't think of it as a bad thing. Really embrace what that's done for you in your life, how far that's gotten you. And simultaneously, consider that people will love you when you do take off the mask. People will love you for you. So this is sort of a both and situation. And I think a good thing to practice, which I'm going to be working on, is not feeling like you have to change everything in your life starting tomorrow. I know that's really overwhelming. For me, I'm just going to start by observing. The next time I'm in a social setting, I'm with friends or family, I'm just going to try and notice these moments where I do put on a mask or these moments where I feel that little urge or that little inkling to be more fun than I normally am or funnier or just shifting my personality a little bit, feeling like I'm not enough showing up just the way I am. And don't judge it, just observe it and realize where you are, who you're with, what that feeling and what that motivation is behind doing that. It's almost like therapy for yourself. You're gonna learn so much from that exercise. All right, my fellow masked superheroes, 
I am so proud of you. You are doing great things. Don't forget how powerful you are. Hopefully this episode was helpful. Just, if anything, you feel more seen and less alone because you are never alone in feeling alone. Love you guys. See you next week.